Hey folks, welcome to the special episode of the Inside Line F1 podcast. And we're all just suffering from this lack of Formula 1 hangover right now. And so to try and get it off, we're trying to ask a big question that everyone had on their lips towards the end of the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. We're going to discuss who was the more deserving champion. And yes, it's going to be a bit of a controversial one, but it's turning out to be a bit of a dull winter. So we thought, well, why not? All of this and more on this episode of the Inside Line F1 podcast. Hey folks, welcome back in. My name is Samal Arora, the host of The Driving Force on Disney Plus Hotstar, joined by Kunal Shah, the former marketing head of the Force India F1 team. And let's ask the big question, Kunal. Let's ask the question that we didn't quite get the chance to ask in the last 21,000 races or whatever it may have been. How are you doing? I don't think we've ever asked that question to each other in this whole season. It's been that hectic. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We've had races after races after races. And then we had the post-season test, Formula 1, then Formula 2. And I am doing fine. I'm in the warm city of Mumbai. Uh, and it's uh, it's great to be spending the, the winter season in, in the winters of uh, Mumbai, Somil. And I know you're not more than 25-odd kilometers away from me mm-hmm. in the city of Mumbai. But yes, how are you? doing? How are you all doing? How are you all listeners doing? But more importantly, how are you doing, Samal? Uh, it's a bit crazy, honestly. Uh, I didn't really think that Mumbai would get this chilly, even though I've lived here for the last 18 years. So the pajamas are out, the, the rajais or the big uh, big blankets are out here. And it's all warm and cozy. But the important thing is, it's getting a, a bit too relaxed, maybe a bit too dull without the Formula 1. You're able to sleep uh, for a bit too long in the mornings. And you're not quite having that same buzz that you get during race weekend that, oh, is Max going to be the fastest one? Is Lewis going to be the fastest one? Maybe one can call that a bit more peaceful sleep, but I don't think it's that exciting. But that just shows, right, how much we love the world of Formula One. And th- that's why, Kunal, we've, we're having this big question stuck in our mind for such a long time about who actually deserved it more. And uh, we've had our take. We've had our initial take on the Abu Dhabi incident. You can listen to that on the post-race review episode. But... Honestly, in terms of pure driving performances, let's just cut out Abu Dhabi for what it was, right? Let, let's just pretend that it didn't quite happen. Who deserved it more, according to you, Kunal? Okay, so before we go to the who, uh-huh. this is one line description of why is it that Somil and I are discussing this, right? So much like every single one of y'all, after Abu Dhabi, Somil and I were engaged in a, a battle on messaging and calls (laughs) and Twitter DMs and so on. We had our own little battle because for one, Samuel thought a driver deserved it, a particular driver. And then I thought the other driver deserved it. So we said, okay, why don't we sit and make an episode out of this? Let's go controversial. Let's bring out the (laughs) fan bases, the toxic ones or the detoxed ones. doesn't matter. And we said, let's just talk about it. So that is why we said, let's do this one in the build-up to Christmas. Let's wait it out. Let's build some data and stuff for that. Mm. And I know Samuel's come armed with, you know, all the all the stats and, and stuff like, you know, he's, he's on the pit wall with all the mathematics done and so on. And maybe I'm going to make a more emotional appeal is what I feel. But in my mind, coming to your main question, uh-huh. Samuel, who was the most deserving driver and just so that we don't piss off either of the fan bases here's a disclaimer that you heard pretty much (laughs) on every single 
podcast, video, YouTube, whatever place you consume Formula One content on, right? You know, the, the disclaimer very clearly is that both drivers deserved it. You know, people wanted a change. We have seen Hamilton win everything and they wanted Max Verstappen to just bring about that change, right? And for once, change, it seemed, was very much accepted, very much applauded. Typically, it's the other way around. People don't really want mm. a change, want to change, right? Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, we kept talking of finer margins and there's also still a very, very fine margin between deciding neutrally who deserved the championship more. And in my mind, okay, here it goes. In my mind, I L- let's give was, the drum roll. Let's give the drum roll, Kunal, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in my mind, it was Lewis Hamilton mm. who deserved his eighth and record breaking world championship, Sommel. So by now, you know who I think deserves it. And Sommel, people by now already know who you think you're going to side on. But why don't you let the cat out of the bag? Yeah, I, I think Nicholas Latifi deserves to be world champion. Someday, maybe. But for 2021, I think Max did a better job overall. More, uh, I'll, I'll get to my points in a bit. But that's the battle that we're looking at right now. Lewis versus Max. Yeah, I know it's been happening for the last 12 months. But let's actually dive down deeper into this. And why, Kunal? Why, why Lewis? Because Max's consistency is hard to argue against. And don't we say that the world champion is often the most consistent driver in this case. He is, yes. I think when it comes to consistency, we all know the math, and I know you're going to read it out. Uh, Max was the, was definitely the most consistent driver through the entire season. Uh, so very, you know, it's one line. Okay, let me let me cut the chase. Mm-hmm. Let, like let let me cut to the chase, right? And what's the one reason why I think Lewis deserved it? Okay, and. Lewis was chasing pretty much all season long. Now, I know this is where people were writing, but you know, the first three races he was leading. Yeah, but fair point. Lewis was chasing Max and a gap all season long, right? He overcame that gap twice in the season. In the you know, first third of the season, he was 30-odd points down and he clawed it back. And then the, the last few races of the season, he was 19-odd points down and he clawed that back as well, right? And to me, he did the chasing. He needed to win the last four races and he almost won the last four races. Mm. Mercedes' strategy, fifth engine, they played within the rules. Everyone saying fifth engine should have been more penalty points. But the truth is, that's how the, the wording goes. And barring the last lap in Abu Dhabi, Lewis actually chased those victory and those points mm. down. And to me, that was a successful chase it's not something we've seen very often in the history you needed to win four races on the trot he almost won one he he that was his best results uh sto- you know scoring streak of the season and he delivered that when he needed it the most and yes he had the car he had a better car but hey that's what formula one's always been about it's not been only about the best driver it's about whether the best car best drivers have the best car or has the best Scar to support himself in a championship battle. So that's the one reason he was chasing all through and he successfully chased it down till just the last lap in Abu Dhabi. Hard to disagree with that, to be very honest with you, because that performance by Lewis was just tremendous in the last couple of races. 
and the interesting part is mercedes apparently and now that's what the rumor mill is saying there's no official confirmation because we can't quite tell but apparently mercedes didn't even use their development tokens for the season what if they had so that's an, another scary thought but that's the point where i have to speak about max and how great he was and why he has to be a little more deserving in my opinion because for him it's the first time ever fighting for a world championship i think ever because i i don't think he's won a lot in single seaters as well before uh, he came to formula 1 naturally because his career was pretty short over there but that's the point first time i think in ages that max verstappen had to fight for a championship and he was ready as ever even though you have a seven time world champion chasing you the ability of not cracking that is quite something and the important part is kunal that lewis chased it down without max's dnfs in the final couple of half and the final few races right max did not dnf anyway he was constantly second third second no, not even third for that matter constantly second and lewis was still able to edge out those victories so the fact that max was just always in second when not first always able to bring out those amazing damage limitation races even when the car was not up to the ability is quite something whereas lewis unfortunately in races like turkey i think in races like monaco where things went bad for mercedes and lewis they really went bad and for max they only finished out of the top 2 in hungary where he actually got taken out by valtteri bottas's uh, compounded accident so a bit of a crazy start this one that a, a driver so young a driver so ready in his first world championship that i think I don't know just this tops it for me that that's just some ridiculous consistency and also seven fastest laps in the year crazy fastest lap points by the way he had eight but in Baku he didn't finish in the top 10 so there's that that's actually very tough to argue with because just the way I'm saying that Lewis needed to win the last four races of the season and he almost did he won three mm. and then of course was second the complimenting fact uh, for max of course is that he needed to finish second to win and he did finish second and i think it's incredible that barring hungary he literally was first second first second pretty much all the races he finished mm-hmm. you know not pretty much in all the races that he finished the season and yes you 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 are right when you say that lewis could have had a stronger race when mercedes were on the quickest or mercedes was struggling Monaco stands out. Imola, of course, the, you know his big mistake and the red flag neutralizing the situation, mm. and and so on. And and actually, it's one all if my memory is right. And again, now this is where I foresee people writing and saying, "No, Lewis <laughs> made more mistakes than Max." I think Lewis made one visible mistake, which was uh, one big mistake in Imola, as we all know, and he got saved by the red flag. and max made a, that mistake in jeda in in qualifying when he should have actually been on That's pole correct. but he wasn't yeah. and uh, yeah it was probably that and then of course you know various times of early in the season where track limits cost max verstappen certain pole positions or better starting positions and so on but yes again uh, i find it amazing that you are actually supporting lewis's stats while i'm actually reading out max's stats <laughs> even though we've sort of chosen the other driver being the more deserving one samuel but it's it's ridiculous because both their seasons have been so tremendous and uh, yeah you, you kind of know where this is going guys uh, you kind of know how this is going to progress forward but it it's crazy not to just gawk at their stats and say wow that was tremendous but i'm going to try and pull out the ace out of the hat and that has to be winning gaps and winning margins about how good these drivers were 
in on their good days. Now we've seen how good they were on their bad days, and he <laughs> Max was better in that case. But uh, in terms of winning days, in terms of days when things were going extremely right, Verstappen had three races where he won with a gap of more than twenty seconds to Lewis Hamilton, uh, Holland. Austria, not Austria, I'm sorry, Holland, Styria and Imola. 20 seconds in Holland, 35 seconds in Styria, the biggest winning margin of wow. any race this year, and 22 in Imola. Whereas Lewis, well, he got two big wins. He, he won from Max by 25 seconds in Qatar in what was honestly a, a sensational drive, and 30 in Portugal. But I, I have to concede, Kunal, it has to be 3-3 because Brazil, even though he won by a margin of around 10 seconds, in all honesty... That seemed to be more like a 40-second gap. But on track, on paper at least, it was 10. So in that sense, can we say that Max edged Lewis out in terms of better winning margins? Maybe. Maybe. And, you know, frankly, that's not a metric I considered because, Hmm. for example, races in Abu Dhabi, had there not been a safety car, you know, Lewis would have finished one and he would have had a 10-12-second margin. Uh, and then, of course, we had Sergio Perez do his fantastic defensive driving as well. And there's just one more very subjective mm-hmm. stat, not stat, but a fact that I'm going to put here. I think the after Monza and after Silverstone, okay, the onus to avoid a crash was on Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> because Max was like, hey, I can crash, I can still be as aggressive, and I can still win the race or win the title because I had the points gap. So Lewis did absolutely well to be engaged in battle, to still, you know, lose positions or not, or win positions or or not. But he did very well to avoid crashing with Max Verstappen. And come on, even the Verstappen fans here need to agree with me on this point that Lewis was driving. He wanted to be a clean driver. Yes, he's had unclean moments, but I'm talking of, you know, the last five, six, seven, eight races of this season, he needed to be clean. He needed to avoid a crash and he did absolutely well to avoid a crash. And talking of crashes, I am going to bring in a cheeky point. And, you know, sports is always about momentum and it's momentum Mm -hmm. why I have actually picked Lewis to be the deserving winner because I'm like, he was on the momentum. He was four races on the trot winning, blah, blah, blah. Uh, And, you know, towards the end, Mercedes was a quicker race car, where Red Bull was a quicker qualifying car. Clearly, the strategy was we need Max to qualify very close to or ahead of Lewis so he can engage in battle and do his magic on track. Probably, you know, that's what it was. But Hmm. there there was this one time when Lewis needed to halt Max's momentum, right? And he did that at Silverstone. Right. Nah. And how did he do that? <laughs> we all know it's again a very controversial topic. And why do I talk of momentum? Because if we were to consider, you know, five, six races in the build up to Silverstone, Max won in Monaco, Max almost won in Azerbaijan. We know what happened there. He won in France, he won in Austria, he won in Styria. And that was just that momentum which, you know, was bringing him those massive 25, 26, 25, 26 points. And Lewis needed to sort of halt that momentum so that he could start on his own. And that's that was just one top one point about momentum that I wanted to make when it came to the title protagonists this year. Yeah, and what if we didn't see what we saw at Silverstone? What if we didn't see what we saw at Hungary? Maybe this this whole season would have been so much more different. But that's beyond the point right now. But 
In this game of top trumps, Kunal, one element has to be brought out. Maybe the final element. Maybe something that seals the deal for me. I don't know. I'm going to try. You decide, folks. You, you are the ultimate judge in this case. But in terms of teammates as well, Lewis, I, I would say, in, in direct sense, he had less help because Checo was, of course, more willing to always give out the toe, more willing to always be there, even if it meant his race was sacrificed and whatnot. But in terms of always having somebody to back up the other driver uh, in in the race, Red Bull were missing that for the majority of the part. And so, uh, of course, that's not something that Max can control, obviously. But it was only in the final few races where we saw Checo Perez actually come up and be that driver that Red Bull needed him to be in, in the races that is only in Mexico, only eventually in Abu Dhabi. So not having him on board for a lot of the races as well to help out with strategy, that was maybe a hindrance that Max had to work with. A, a teeny tiny one, but still, maybe something that edges him out in that case. Yeah, I mean, the same can be said about Bottas. He wasn't as much available to Lewis in 2021 as he has been available in the previous seasons, I would say. And Bottas had his own share of luck and accidents and moments as as we know it. And, you know, he's explained that to be why. But yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, it was largely a Max versus Lewis competition. And if their wingmen were available uh, to be engaged in dogfight, they were available. But, you know, on, on just one final, final note, you know, uh, like... Uh, in the end, could be whoever you favor winning. Uh, it can't be disagreed. And this is where I'm sure the Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton fans will all be in agreement is there was sporting integrity that got questioned in Abu Dhabi that mm. had still not been answered by the FIA uh, after the fracas that we saw in Abu Dhabi. So, you know, when when you when you see the sporting integral integrity part, and you were to try and be like, oh, what was the more fair thing to do? I think the more fair thing to do would have been, like we said, the red flag and giving them a chance to fight. And if that was not possible, okay, uh, the scenario would have been that okay, let's just end it behind the safety car. That would have probably been another fair thing to do, hmm. rather than let's just have five cars unlapped and let the two drivers battle it out. Again, that that scenario would have never come up in any of the team's strategists and their considerations of, hey, what could be the factors at play? So, but yes, it's happened. It's done. Like we said, change is good. Change is inevitable. That's what we saw. Uh, but yeah, this was just my reason of why I think Lewis deserved it that bit little more, mm. uh, you know, uh, in, in the championship. But I'm a, I'm a Michael Schumacher fan. That's who I grew <laughs> up watching Formula One. But once, for once, I, you know, I wouldn't care if Lewis would have taken the eighth. Uh, I'm probably in the fettel zone. You know, my, Michael's the greatest driver for me, blah, blah, blah. So it doesn't matter. Lewis can win 10 more if he wants to. But Michael will remain the greatest driver for me. Yeah, that's that's our takes. But you let us know ours. And we want to know your take on social media. So uh, you can check out the episode description to see where you can find us on all our social media platforms. And let's engage. Let's have this discussion for a little bit longer. And in my opinion, I don't think it's still settled. Max might be the one having the World Championship at home. But this battle isn't quite done yet. I think the scores are still yet to be settled in hopefully a fair manner. But I don't have any trust in the organizing body about something like that. Let's see if they can change things up for 2022 and maybe come up with a more fair way to run the sport. But what are your thoughts? Let us know on social media. 
Let us know your thoughts on this episode as well. And thank you for taking out the time to listen to us. Have a very nice holiday season. And yeah, enjoy the winters essentially. If it is cold in your place as well. Thank you so much for listening, folks. Have a good time. Bye-bye. Thank you.